good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Well, hi, y'all. It has been a minute since we've been able to get together and record. I think we were recovering from the adventure across the pond, but now we're back together. Duran's on the road with this 2014 day tour. Yeah, but I was going to say the year. Oh, sorry. 2022. <laughs> I'm calling it a mini tour. I'm calling it a mini, a mini, mini feature pass tour, too. Yeah. I think we're going to get more dates. Yep. For exactly. sure. So, of this little mini tour, we're, we're going to hit a few of the shows. Jody has been able to go to one. You want to catch I've been that? to Fort Worth. Um, I was thinking about it. We last recorded sitting in your hotel room. In London. Yes. The day that y'all were supposed to fly home. Right. Yes. But didn't because BA had that day started canceling flights because of overcapacity at yes. the airport. Right. Fun times. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> really um, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fort Worth was, I have described the Fort Worth show as like the reunion years. And if any of you were around during the reunion years, you know that the electricity coming from the stage just electrified everyone in the audience. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, They, they did Careless Memories. They did, uh, uh, like, I almost said Sound of Thunder, which I would have died. Yes. Yeah. They would have had to pick you off the floor for sure. Planet Earth. I mean, they did all like they did a fantastic set of four songs from this record, four songs from this record, four songs from this record, and then things like White Lines and all that. Uh, Hungry Like the Wolf was number two. Made me very happy too, since I love that one live. It's always fun to go to a show when you haven't seen some people in so long and just run into a bunch of people that you know or that you met at other shows um, because there was not much coordination when it came to me going on a Tuesday after working during the morning and then having to leave right after the show. I wasn't planning on hanging out with people, but I saw a bunch of people that I know and it was just really, really, really nice to kind of feel that camaraderie and that fandom again. Um, this was one of the first shows that I've been to where I was not directly up front and that hurts a whole lot. Um, but we're spoiled. Uh, one, yeah, totally spoiled. One of the things that I recognized from where I was standing was that the sound might have been a whole lot better from where I was standing because the mix standing up front, um, and how you know you hear more of the monitors when you're up front than when you're a little bit further back. I danced myself silly. I sweated so <laughs> ridiculously bad. I met Courtney from Dallas, curly redhead, real real um, fun Courtney. Mm -hmm. uh, as we were walking out of the venue, I recognized <laughs> her, and I was like, Courtney, and she's like, oh, my gosh. I love that. It I mean, was, I love at the shows. You yeah. just run to these people. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was really, like, really cool to just kind of do that thing again, like we did during connect. the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. what's funny is that I was messaging with Courtney. Mm -hmm. She asked me, I think it was her birthday around that time, so I messaged her privately, happy birthday, and she's like, am I going to see you in Fort Worth? And I'm like, no, I'm going to Jody will be there. She'll be representing <laughs> the podcast. And she's like, well, tell Jody to have a good time. And so I'm so glad that you guys yeah, were able to connect because she wasn't obviously going to thinking she was going to actually see right, you. So that's right, fantastic. Right. I, wa I mean, I walked up to her and I was like, I'm Jody. I don't know if you listen to Cherry Ice Cream Smile, but I follow you on Facebook. She's like, oh my gosh, Stephanie told 
be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was It's fun. a small world. Yeah. It's a small world. Small any world. I don't know what it was about Fort Worth, but I was mentioning to the girls before we started um, recording that there were a lot of octogenarians <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> And I hope that they stayed for the whole thing, but as like white lines and all the lights are flashing and the noise and all that. Were you worried about that? I this? was worried that there was going <laughs> to be some like epileptic seizures or something from oh. all of these elderly folks that seemed to be in the crowd. Maybe they just didn't age very well. Maybe they weren't quite as old as you thought they were. I, well, I mean, there was a little Walker situation going on. In oh, COVID. really? Yes. <laughs> I was like, maybe there's a house next door where people live and they just get to go hang out at a concert know. next door. You know, but you I didn't have bad seats. You weren't in the cheap seats. No, no, no. You we weren't up front. You were decent We were seats. on the floor, and it ended up being, well, I'm going to tell a secret on myself, but I didn't sit in my seats. Ooh, what? Um, <laughs> we were supposed to be in row 19. I think we ended up in, like, 13. So it wasn't like we were terribly close. And as a five-foot-tall person, 13 means a million. So. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, it was still, I, I also attribute the idea that the last Hyde Park, Austin, minus the ACL taping, every show I've seen like recently festivals. has been an outdoor festival. Yeah. Yeah. And the sound travels so differently. Yeah. When you're in a building, and Steph, I'll be interested to hear your assessment after your show, but when you're in a building and that energy is coming off of those guys and everybody looked like they were having such a good time up there, I was even like, I hear Andy's guitar and I know it's Dom, but it's there. I feel it. I hear it. So um, that coming off the stage in that building where the sound was just reverberating and everyone was singing and everyone was screaming, it, it was it was fun. It was a really, really, really good show. And so Stephanie is going to get to go this week to Phoenix. Now, is it an indoor venue or outdoor? It is. It's an indoor venue. Okay. Yes. Had to be. In Phoenix? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, yes, I've done the Arizona area in yeah. like a gazillion degree weather before, yeah. but no, this is an indoor venue, thank goodness. So, and Suzanne. And I'm going to an outdoor venue. Hollywood Bowl. But it is a natural canyon. So it'll be interesting to see if the acoustics are similar like Red Rocks, where you actually have behind them a little bit of a canyon. So you get a little better better acoustics. I saw The Cure there for all three nights um, six years ago at the Hollywood Bowl, and the sound was fantastic. So I think you're going to be in for a great Mm -hmm. treat. Yes. Yes. And the, I mean, the opening acts were just announced. Yes. I guess they called, I mean, yeah. when that, when these shows were announced, they were supposed to be special guests. Are these the special guests? Yeah, I think yes. these are the special okay. guests. Yes. So the first night will be full on Sheik and Lyle Rogers. So I am going to all three nights at the Hollywood Bowl because bucket of course list, you are. The bucket list to get to Hollywood Bowl and the fact that Saran is double bucket list. Yeah. So Sheik and I will play the the first night on Friday. Saturday is Kalis. Kalis. Kalis, which fingers crossed we might get Man Who Sold Leopard because she sang on it. I'm not going to hold my breath, but if she's in the building, maybe we get that and that's a special guest. And then the third night is um, War Paint. And then Niall will be there the next two nights. So I guess he's just going to come up during Notorious and, pip, and pressure off. They didn't do pressure off in Fort Worth. But they might bring it if he, because he, mm-hmm. he made a specific thing. I'm there three nights. Mm-hmm. Sheik <clears throat> is going to be there Friday night. Yeah. So yeah. there will be fireworks, but the fireworks are part of the Hollywood Bowl thing. So it's ending this whole summer series. 
think it's kind of like London BTS Hyde Park. Yeah. I think yeah. Hollywood Bowl um, has like a series because um, same same difference for like the locals. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the locals. Right. So. so there will be fireworks. So maybe we get pressure off for fireworks too. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. You know, they have. Oh, done maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Instead yeah. of confetti, confetti. Yeah. I haven't done it. And yeah, I'm, I'm saving my Hall of Fame money. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm missing. I'm missing the shows this go around. Yeah. But uh, hopefully in November I'll get to go to the ultimate the show. The ultimate. Steph, is Sheik opening for Duran in Phoenix? Yes. Okay. Okay. More Sheik coming. More Sheik. Yeah. Well, they were the opening opener in Fort Worth and. As usual, I screamed, I love you! Like 400 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so good. As they always are, make sure you're getting to the venue in plenty of time um, for these last couple of dates to see Niall Rogers and Sheik. Uh, they will not disappoint you. They never disappoint. And they are fantastic live. Yep. It's just one big gigantic party, and it's so much fun. It's so feel good, and it's it's an experience. I think Absolutely. I can count almost how many times I've seen sheep with how many times I've seen your interest. <laughs> Which is not a good quite, thing. Yeah, not quite yeah. as many, but getting getting there. Mm-hmm. It, it just seems to fit. Like we were talking it has earlier, to happen. I didn't mention about Sheik earlier when we were talking casually before because it's just normal. Like Sheik's supposed to be there. They're just part of the show. So if Sheik wasn't going to be there, it would feel weird to me, I think. And let the record show once again, Niall Rogers has to be yes. inducting Duran yeah, into yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. our That's number like, and only one choice. Yes, right. <laughs> That's like a given. Make it so. Yeah. <laughs> Make it so. Yes. Yes. And yes. Simon said on something that he's not going to tell, but some famous person is going to induct him. And I thought, well, that better be Nile. He didn't say musician, though. And that's that not like an actor or something. I don't know. But Nile likes to call them his little brothers. Nile has taken to calling him my little brother. <coughs> yes. yes, my little brothers. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, if it's someone else other than Nile, it, they they'd have some really massive shoes to fill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'd be sitting there like, hmm. Right. <laughs> if it's not Nile, then who's it gonna be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I don't even want like a supermodel or something. No. That doesn't what? Sound. That's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. actors, that's like I don't know. Like okay, maybe they're a big Duran fan. That's okay. Peace. But it should be Niall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis yesterday on the stage at Wembley with the Foo Fighters tribute to Taylor Hawkins. I was like, what the hell is Jason Sudeikis doing up here? But apparently he's got a long history of being a fan of Taylor Hawkins. So I thought that okay. was cool. You know I don't what? know any actors who are Duran Duran fans. Oh, sure we do. We did not. Sandra O's oh. coming up. Uh, on the, uh, no. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, no, yeah, no. Possibly. I don't want him to induct them. No. Right. I'm just, <laughs> right. You say you don't know any actors. We're just well, kidding. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm just reacting. Oh, okay. Like, absolutely not. No, uh-uh, no. Gwen yeah. Stefani? No. I'm not counting that. No. <laughs> no. It's got to be Niall, as we said. Somebody, anyway. Somebody, I'm not voting for any of these people. I know. I know. <laughs> said, well, what if it's Brian Ferry? And I was like, mm, yeah, that sounds kind of no. fabricated because they inducted right. Fox Music. It wouldn't right. be like right. a tip for tat. Like, like that's that. just a little yeah. odd. I yeah. It's right. gotta be mine. <laughs> and what am I going to do if it's not? I don't know. Exactly. That's what I'm Sorry, saying. It's screaming. Like, it's we, <laughs> want <Niall>! <laughs> <laughs> we want Nile. We want Make it so. We want to stay in the building. So that might not happen. But... <laughs> 
It's going to be Niall. End of story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder no. who's going to induct Pat Benatar. That'll be kind of cool. That's the other one I'm excited about because I love Pat Benatar. I love Pat Benatar. Oh, God. Oh, absolutely. Well, we haven't That'll even thought about that. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Or the Eurythmics. Yeah. Or Judas Priest. Judas That'll Priest. be fun. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. <laughs> I know. Who the hell? Everybody needs to induct Dolly Parton. <laughs> like, just to like we're the world. They just <laughs> yeah. We love Dolly. <laughs> Yeah. Just invite everybody on that stage. <laughs> That'll be a fun night. Yes. Okay. So we are super excited about the mini tour. Obviously, we are very anxious about the rock hall, so stay tuned <laughs> about details on that. But HQ put a question out a little few weeks ago, and we thought it might be fun to kind of chat amongst ourselves. So the question is, it's a tough assignment. Choose three songs that you think best represent Duran Duran's overall sound. Go. That is a tough assignment. Very. There are a lot of caveats to that. Cause and it, I think, oh, man. It depends on if you get into the head of a casual fan or if you talk to a super fan. Because maybe I have a different preference of Duran Duran sound where a casual <laughs> fan might say, okay, Rio and Ordinary World. But I, yeah, this one's a real tough one. I mean, and obviously the casual fan is going to only spot out songs that they know, quote unquote, the hits. Um, hence why you hear so many of the hits in a set list, which causes a whole other controversy within mm-hmm. itself mm-hmm. as far as what gets played every night. It might, I mean, it might have to start off with Planet Earth because that started off with everything. I was thinking about that too, and obviously I would choose Planet Earth. This is my first song. It's the one that got me into the band. So I was thinking that too, and then for whatever reason, Sound of Thunder came up. Well, of course. Where it's like. <laughs> because it's the greatest song ever. Yeah, it's just the this, this, this heavy sound and the synthesizers and everything, and Planet Earth is the same. It's just Sound of Thunder is, I don't know, it's a little different. Then I also started thinking about the first song I heard, which is Is There Something I Should Know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? That is always going to have a special place. So it was weird. It's like you can think about it in so many different ways. There's so many different facets. You can think, okay, something from the early, you know, when they first started, something from the notorious years or on, and then something more recent. But I don't know. Yeah, Sound of Thunder was the first thing that came to my mind. And we don't have to all agree. Right. Yeah. We can all have our own three. And then I thought Notorious. Yes. Just because. I mean, it's. With such a turning point. Such a turning point song. In their career. Um, And I think, I mean, it's been sampled. you know, I know some people who are not, I wouldn't say they're a casual fan, but I know people that are not Super as dedicated to yeah. the band as we are, and they will list Notorious as their favorite Duran mm-hmm. album. So I think that sometimes has to play into the mix of this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we're saying Notorious is in the mix. The Quite song. Possibly. That's what I have. I agree. Although, again, my caveat is what category do I want to use to introduce people to? I think of, you know, making a running set list. What three songs would I put on a, on a running playlist if I was going to help somebody get energy or something while they're running? Notorious might be on there, but so would Careless Memory. And maybe something like Pressure Off. I was like thinking about Pressure three. Off, too. But that's a very specific... Like energy, like high energy. High energy. Right. Or, but then I think, okay, but that would also be an introduction. 
to Duran Duran because how many people have heard Pressure Off besides I, besides those of us who have sought out 15 albums worth of Duran Duran music? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. This one's hard. I, I mean, I personally, I think it's very important to have the heavy keys and the rock guitar because that, is, to me, especially when they started, was what differentiated them from just a fully synth band or fully rock band. So I might even go as far as saying Hungry Like the Wolf because it really had that guitar and it really had the keys and it just kind of had a lot of that going on. And then All You Need Is Now touched a lot of that, brought a lot of that back. So I don't know. What's the guitar song on All You Need Is Now? Is it Girl Panic? There isn't a heavy guitar. Is there not as much guitar on that one? There isn't a heavy guitar after Rio. (laughs) But there was always, but. Crime and Passion? There was, but there's, there's been a guitar line that that kept them from being a fully synth band. Sure. And they always make that. Not like Hungry, like you Not as much as Hungry. Mm -hmm. But then, I mean, if we also want to talk about a strong bass line, a funky bass line. Mm -hmm. So there are things with Duran Duran's sound that are not normal for other bands. And so I think as I would be trying to figure this out, I'd probably want to pick songs to kind of capture those individual members. And then honestly, probably have Simon's kind of crazy lyrics because, you know, he sometimes goes more obvious, but then it's kind of fun when he does his more obscure, more obscure stuff. And even maybe back to pressure off, he, he switches some cliches up and he moves the words around. To me, that's also important for the Duran Duran sound is that they're not super obvious songs like Ordinary World is, but he talks about that was a reaction to losing his friend. And there was a reason for that to intentionally be that way. But to me, you know, there's these distinct these things that each of these the band members bring that makes the Duran Duran sound. Something, another song that came to mind was Nothing Less, because it sort of represents like a moody, like this ethereal almost sound, which one could also say, okay, the chauffeur is also that kind of instrumental, just moody, dark even Right, which represents that's an underlying an, an undertone amongst their library, right? Um, in some of their songs. I go right back to Nightboat too on the exactly that sort of really dark mm-hmm. ethereal kind of mm-hmm. But that's a category, right? right. We right. have to like compartmentalize the different parts of Duran Duran, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily know if it's by instrumentation yeah. or by theme. Yeah, like, do we go dark and moody, or, or do we go? Her name is Rio, and she dances on the sand. I mean, that's it, the beauty of this. Yeah, exactly. that's what just listening to you guys right now talking about you know categories and subcategories mm-hmm. and everything just tells you how in depth their catalog really really is mm-hmm. and how fantastic it has been to listen to this band like experiment and you know of course like you're not going to like everything that they've ever put out I mean and it's okay if you did I know I personally don't um, and that doesn't make me more or less of a fan because I don't like every single song that they've ever put out nobody mentioned Red Carpet Massacre but there are some (laughs) gems on that song there are I mean like you want to talk about yeah I mean falling falling down I mean oh the valley the valley. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, the yeah. bass on the valley. The valley. You talk about Tempted. bass. Yeah, and yeah, it's just so good. Um, I loved Super it. I loved stuff. yeah, Dirty okay. Great Monster. Anyway, <laughs> even Liberty though, because Hot Hand yeah. has a pretty loud guitar, like pretty strong guitar. I was gonna say, talking about the guitar, mm-hmm. I was immediately thinking about like I think there's still heavy guitar in that middle era of yeah. Duran with Warren, yeah. and his yeah. style right. was just a little bit different. Yeah. 
but it was still guitar driven per mm-hmm, se. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's like, I don't even know if this question can be answered. Right. <laughs> and right. It's like three songs that I would, I don't even know. I honestly right now could not just like narrow it down to three. I think I would have to break it down into sub, mm-hmm. yep. sub stories mm-hmm. or subcultures yep. or however you want to say it. Um, just because they have such a diverse, lush, like just right. incredible catalog to choose from. And so there's so, I mean, like, I mean, it's just like anytime, you know, it's like, okay, I'm in the mood for this strand one day and I'm in the mood for this, <laughs> this strand another day. And then I'm in the mood for Arcadia, you right. know, or, or a power station if I want to rock out, you know? So it's like, yeah, I have multiple playlists, right? Yeah. <laughs> playlists. Yeah. I have like a moody playlist. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Just so, which is why they are finally being inducted into the rock exactly. And roll. Okay. <laughs> finally. Exactly. That is the whole definition of why someone should be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because of their body of work. And no one can deny their body of work. Ever. Ever. If you get beyond Rio, there you go. I mean, casual fans. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking. If you go 15 albums with this band, you recognize there is a lifetime of music in there. If you listen to all the different layers and all this, you can just listen to it forever. Mm -hmm. Forever. And that's exactly what we're going to (laughs) do. I keep wondering about myself at 80. And will I be listening to this at 80? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I'll get kicked out of nursing home for blaring my music. Because my hearing is going to go bad. Because the show at Fort Worth was so loud, my ears are still ringing. Um, But then you have have your hearing aid, which is a Bluetooth to your phone. Exactly. So it's like earbuds. So basically you can just listen to it yourself. You don't need to blast out. Or they'll have a whole like wing of the old folks' home that is like <laughs> all of the us. rock and all roll of us, wing, the Duranis. Yes, the, we can all listen to our music really loud. I thought you were gonna say we're all gonna have a chip in our. Yeah, no, I'm not so gonna get to go we'll that get far. To <laughs> Whatever we want to listen to, because we'll just think about it. And right, and then something comes on. Playing, so. <laughs> I'm still gonna play. Well, we're not going to old folks' home. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my, but, my vinyl records really loud because yeah. that won't go through the Bluetooth. Yeah, I'll be like in Capri or somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be so we're gonna, gonna be, be like the Golden Girls, and we'll. <laughs> <laughs> but not in Florida. Not in no, Florida. Not in Florida. So cute there. Have you ever noticed they always have like <laughs> among other things? They have um, <laughs> screens around their pool. Yes, I don't understand. They're that. called Florida rooms. Okay, they're called Florida because rooms. of they're the bugs rooms that are built onto people's houses because of bugs and, and like alligators, and alligators and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just very strange to me. I'm always like, why is there like it's always a screen porch with their pool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not trying to go to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> no offense taken, Floridians. We love people from all over the country. <laughs> we just won't be residing there. Right. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player, and you could even ask Alexa to play us with the TuneIn app. Also follow us on Instagram and our brand new Twitter page. See you again real soon.